Hello out there in podcast and Twitch land. How's everybody doing tonight? Uh, this is the Gambit Podcast. I am SoloBase15. I'm here with my good friend Zareth, and we are here to talk Grand Arena because not much happened this week outside of it. Zareth, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, Solo. Well enough. I took a day off today, so I didn't even go to work. I had a three-day weekend. I'm fancy. How are Must you? Must be nice. I, I worked an hour late today. Um, so, uh, it must be nice. No, it no, that, nice. that part was not. It was nice leaving work. Um, I was just singing Hamilton, sorry. Kate wouldn't know what that <laughs> is. Um, so, um, you know, we usually start this podcast talking about the news, and uh, I, I think there were crickets louder than capital games this week also maybe maybe you're, you're right from from cg 100 and right i'm actually grateful because i had the busiest week of my whole life last week <laughs> or maybe, maybe not my whole my, not my whole life but my year certainly so, yeah um, but uh, so glad nothing huge happened but didn't they say there was a maybe this is old news actually but they said that there's six marquees lined up well, that's so. Here's the thing about that. That's from the data mine, and it's rampant speculation because they have guessed. Well, not guessed. I guess connected that um, some of the bundles that are similarly named were for the old marquees, and if there was four of them, so they found twelve of these bundles. Four of them are related to you know armor. Who else was there? Bo, Moff Gideon, and Dark Trooper. So, yes, they found six more bundles. They're speculating, just rampant speculation, that it's for six more marquees. But the first four were spread out over three and a half months. So when they say six new characters are coming to the game, or six marquees are coming to the game, everyone's like, man, we're going to get six marquees in the next month when the first four were over three and a half months. So um, who knows what these bundles actually are or how, how timing wise, how close together they are. Yeah. Uh, well, so uh, I, you're right. I have no idea. And <laughs> so I, I think that the, the rampant speculation is like bad batch is, is approaching and yeah. I don't know. I, I keep hearing. I don't know if I don't know if I've actually seen someone link them to Bad Batch. Maybe one time or something. And I'm not saying I'm like this genius who like sees. I, I'm guessing everyone's guessing it, and I just haven't seen the like people speculate openly about it. Um, also, I I was so busy last week, I just didn't have time to pay much attention to other speculations. But <laughs> um, I do think it's maybe a little premature to think that we're going to get Bad Batch like. Like, what are they really going to give us six marquees immediately for the for Bad Batch? Right. And and can they give us some dark side things too? Well, like, that right. That's the thing with Bad Batch. They're not going to just give out three or six light side characters. Right. Uh, like the Mando releases, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not like this dark side or light side purist. I'm not like. They have to be exactly equal. Like they, they just can't really be. And most of the characters we care about are going to be good guys, because the <laughs> bad guys are mostly minions. That's how these things work. But right, um, like 
I just, the Mando releases have been extremely lopsided on the light side. And if we get another thing that is lot like that lopsided on light side again, like it, I can't imagine it's going to be amazing for the game. Like, yeah, light side is great because it gives us more tools for like light side territory battles right now. But like the next thing, the next territory battles coming up are going to be dark side. Right. Yeah. And light side have mostly been solved. Like we can't, we can't get the max points yet because CG has just mathematically uh, made it impossible for, you know, for months at, at the, at the very least, you know, possibly years for us to max the light side territory battle. But I mean, if we're looking to the future, it, it would be nice. I, I, I just think, why can't we get, there's a ton of dark side stuff that haven't been released on galaxy of bureaus the other or tonight. Um, I was I, like, they were talking about stuff about the solo movie. And I'm like, why can't they do like a criminal syndicate thing? Like tons of room there. I mean, oh, like, that would like be so Maul. much fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like we could get Maul. We could get all the characters from solo that we didn't get like Dryden boss and, and Beckett and stuff like, I don't know, Jabba. I'm just talking a lot. You should talk for a minute. <laughs> well, so oh God told myself at the beginning of the stream that we would not talk about conquest because it makes me physically angry but i noticed going through conquest you know they have that stupid feat of attack 50 or win 50 times with light side and win 50 times with dark side i had so many wins with light side just because of how strong light side is right now and then the dark side it was kind of like well, this is awkward. I need 14 more, 14 more of these wins with you. Uh, so I, I do feel, I feel like dark side needs some love. Um, you know, uh, we did, so. we got troopers basically with the Mando tunes, got the updates between Gideon and Piet and dark trooper, which are all good characters and I'm happy about, but I want something a little more than that as well. Yeah, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, it's not just, so if they just stop at Mando here, if they're just like, yep, okay, that's it for Mando, like, here, here's our, here's our announcement for the next big thing, uh, I will be super annoyed, because it's not just one faction that needs love, like, right now, we have an Imperial Remnants faction that is nothing, it's currently nothing, yeah. but it doesn't exist, really, like, yeah, they, they all share similar tags, but, like, they're not usable together, really. Not in any like practical, maybe if you're at a lower level in the game, I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Like what, what, what value they are in the like starting part of the game, but you know, that and the Mandalorian faction is so up in the air. Like is Bo-Katan actually good? I, I would argue we haven't found a team for her because we were used to just uh, like collectively as a community, we're waiting for Clash <laughs> to, to do something and it, it's not going to happen because Clash isn't here to save us, right. but like uh, we need uh, we need at least one character for each first. And then like if, if they just stopped now, I don't know what I would do. I, I would just continue on, I guess. I would just feel very disappointed. Right. Well, uh, we have the Imperial Remnant faction that has a leader that requires five members and we only have four <laughs> members. <laughs> do you see the problem here? Um, so I'm, I really hope that this past week was a quiet week because they knew that you were busy and 
this upcoming oh. week. Like tomorrow, we're just gonna get slammed with something. Hey, I've uh, I've exchanged messages with Joe Doja Fett. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> it was Doja, just go it, silent. Go silent. Yeah. <laughs> I've exchanged messages. I was like, "Hey, do you want to come on our podcast?" And he was like, "We'd like to come. Uh, we'd like to be uh, to join a ton of different other uh, channels and other media, but we can't do it right now." I'm like, "Was that copy pasted?" I don't know. Probably, <laughs> likely. <laughs> but likely. he totally messaged me back though. So <laughs> we've exchanged messages. It's great. Uh-huh. Um, no, I think I think this is the week. Also. They've, they've been promising it and consistently doing it, I think. Uh, like they do a, a State of the Galaxy and a um, Road Ahead. Like they, they announced it and they've ever since they've announced it, which it's only been a couple months, I guess. But um, every month they at least have something about what's happening right now or what's going to be happening. And we haven't gotten one yet this month and we still have two days. I guess we when do. people are listening to this, it'll be one day. <laughs> it'll be the day of and one day. But... I, I think we'll at least get some news today, is my guess, or today, th- this this month, by well, the end of March. Yeah, at the very least, we need April's calendar. Um, so, oh, dear Lord. No. We do. Uh, at the very least, we're getting some sort of small update in the next couple days, <laughs> by April 1st, to be exact. Uh, though, last, there was a month a couple months ago where they just forgot to update the calendar and then they had to do an emergency update because they're like, uh, guys, we, we never updated the calendar in game. Here you go. <laughs> um, so hopefully, uh, hopefully. So yeah. what I do find interesting is I think two days from now is the end of, the- so a business's year end is different than a, you know, person's year end um i thought that march was the end of their year so i would have thought that we had something else come this past week um i honestly thought we we're going to get galactic legends announced last week my guess was for march 22nd and that has come and gone um yeah you're right about that like normally like that's their most cynical points are when we're like oh what what money have they made this right. quarter? Oh, they haven't made enough. Then we got a new release coming. I mean, at that, the very that least, it didn't really happen. It didn't. Though I mean, I guess I don't know how much money Conquest made them, but that was their big thing for this quarter. Um, but yeah, I, I feel how like much th- money did Conquest make though? Like the consumables are not necessary. I I don't know. I, the consumable, yeah, I, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I haven't even looked at the single, like a single description of a consumable, <laughs> not a single one. Uh, like I looked at a couple that are just like they give you more stats, and yeah, I don't care about more stats. Like, really, the the game, that game mode is all about just uh, ha- like stacking overwhelming advantage to your point to your side. Like, right. I. I won, I won a battle the other day just to see um, on my alt, no less, with really bad Night Sisters. I got them down to 10% uh, of whatever it's called, stamina. Or See, I, I'm so bad at, at these the, the verbiage for this game. But um, I got them down to 10% and threw them in. And this is on normal, so, so granted, right. like, it's not going to be quite as hard. But 
I really think it, I genuinely think it would have worked against the same thing, uh, like geos, uh, you know, in the, in the hardest tier. And I just had so many stackable things of like things that happen when you meet a certain condition, like all you need to do is gain a turn and get plague on someone and you have unlimited turn meter because uh, of all the different data chips you have. And I just destroyed the geo team without any losses. It wasn't even close, even still at 10%. So like that, that's what that game mode is about. It's not about, it's not about like adding a couple stats. It's about adding a bunch of like just broken stackable things together. Yeah. And here, here's, hi, I've, hated on so on this game mode so much in so many different places that uh i forget if we've talked about this or not but the way that they made conquest is they were like look at these shiny objects look at these fun fun data cards you you can use by the way you can't use them because you can't do any of the feats with them because you need your opponents to take a turn and these data cards don't like let your opponents take a turn so here are the shiny objects that we want you to covet. Now, don't use them. <laughs> um, and that just annoys right. me. That I, it's like you want to make the game mode fun. You have these things that can make the game mode fun, and I can't apply them a because I can't get any feats done with them. Cool, thanks. And b. After I get the feats done, I can't apply them and just have fun like after the game mode is over because they cost the currency that's going to get me the Razor Crest. So it's, I can't have fun because you won't let me and I can't have fun because I'll fall behind. Well, at what point am I allowed to have fun in the game mode? <laughs> that's because that's, that's what you told me this game mode is supposed to be like a, a content creator or a theory crafter galore idea like set your data cards or, or swap your data cards around and make this ultimate team except for i can't i can't do that because if i do that i can't buy all the razor crest shards and if i don't buy all the razor crest shards i risk running behind in the meta like all right so i'm just gonna do this painfully and grind and then i'm not gonna like the game mode anymore cool thanks bye that's that is my feelings on the conquest right now yeah i mean that's what I, so I, I got a purple one finally on one of my accounts um and i ended up you know, maybe i got two purple ones uh i got one that was good and one that was like when your leader does this then everyone else assists and i was like I really do what like I guess I hear people reference that a lot. Maybe it's good. I, I just, I don't care about assists in that yeah. game as much. Like the game mode, I, I didn't have any problem with my with my alt or my main this time. Um, though, I'll tell you what, Solo. I Last night, I finally ground, grinded out on my alt. I had to get 50 evades. And on that limited account, it was such a chore. It oh, was I so hard. I spent, I spent like an hour and a half last night trying to get my last two feats. Yeah. So frustrating. I, frustrating because of the time spent. I didn't necessarily like hate the act of doing it. it. It was kind of a chore, but I was like, it's more like I don't have time for for this. Like, can I just get four more shards of Razor Crest? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, on my alt, I just, so I went into this weekend, like, 
I need X amount of wins to get this red box. And then Saturday came along. I was like, oh, look, my energy is at 144 out of 144. I should really do something on my all to make my way towards this red box. I was like, no, I, I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and so I didn't. Then I got to Sunday and I was like, God, I don't have much time left. I really need to work towards this red box. And then I was like, uh, I really don't want to do this. And then today I'm like, I have 17 hours left. I still haven't gotten the box before the red box. And I sat there and it was like torture for 20 minutes while I used my 144 energy to complete two more feats and complete sector five. And then I was, oh, thank God I'm done. I'm still 65 burritos, as Ray Rock says, away from the red grate. And I don't care. And so I took box number six. And Prime Force won't be happy because he says that the better box is box. <coughs> excuse me, uh, is box five. Yeah, I. That's a hard disagree from me on that one. Um, I think the best thing and the best box is the one with the uh, the most shards of the ungettable uh, character. You know. Well, to me, that, also, that's what really matters. Yeah, well, that, yes, I completely agree there, but also um, box seven. So box seven, you lose a couple of the gear 12 and a half salvage. It's not, you don't lose that much of it. it you lose like 25 um, salvage of a, a 12 plus piece, but you get in the red crate 10 of the arrow magnifiers. So and I, this we did talk about last time of that red crate is what's going to let people get our eights and keep up in the game. Um, so yes, you lose, lose some 12 plus five salvage, but you get 10 air, you get half of an R8, like literally half of an R8. So if you're, if you're a 3 million account or you're a 4 million account and R8 means nothing to you at this point, I completely agree. Box five might be better, but the red crate. I think that's a great argument, Solo. Uh, the red crate is. Uh, I mean, I would call it mandatory. If you're, if you're a, you know, a division one, I guess you can call it player. The red crate's basically mandatory. Right. Yeah, so so Aldo's makes a good point. We we've been we've been talking about this honestly, like this weird this weird situation. Uh, so he Aldo says, I'm not sure measuring your tedium factor with alts is representative of the feelings of people with one account. And I, I agree. Like that us, be, us yeah. being bored or frustrated that we have to do it twice, it's really our own fault. Solo, like in a lot of ways, it's frustrating, but like we did bring it on ourselves to some degree we did but i don't i didn't enjoy it going through it once like it, it's not like oh did you have fun in this game mode yes i just don't have time to do it again it's i didn't enjoy it the first time <laughs> i don't like i don't like games that make you repeat battles over and over and over again i i, I think they're boring uh 
I'm not a 100% player on any game I play. I'm not a completionist. Like, I'm not going to repeat the same thing over and over again. But to get me to do 100 evades or to drop 300 dots, I have to do the same battle over and over and over again. Right. I don't want to do... Like, that's not what I consider fun. And um, I agree with you, for the record. It's not. <laughs> it's not enjoyable for me. I think that we are just a tiny bit overly representing our alts in this specific conversation. That's, I guess that's what I'm trying to get well, at is. Oh yeah. I, I know, mean, like, yeah, we talked, we talked, uh, I was talking about the alt because the alt didn't get the red box. There will never come a time that my main account does not get the red box. Not because I enjoy the game mode, not because I want to play the game mode, but it's because the red box is so important to keeping up in the game that I'm going to force myself to get it. Uh, I'm going to be miserable doing it. I'm not going to be happy. I think I said last time when Conquest is running, I don't get to eat lunch at work because it's either take 20 minutes to do this or stay up 20 minutes later at night. And I like, I need sleep. I'm only sleeping five hours a day as it is. Um, So all Conquest means to me is I don't get to eat lunch. Like that's, that, that's what this game mode represents. And if you want to keep up with the other competitive players and like Van Seal said in chat, now that the pit is easier to complete for people, um, you need to keep up with these competitive players. And if you were falling further and further behind by not getting 10 arrow magnifiers you basically fall behind six or eights every year if you're not getting the red box um and you can't that's just too much you can't fall that far behind Uh, yeah i mean assuming that six or eights actually is significant eventually well Uh, right 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 now it's very significant right right. in in a year it's probably still significant in two years certainly not right now how many are our sevens do we have I've, i have like 30 uh, something i i have 22 i think okay then maybe i don't have 30 something um uh, you might i, think I, I just i didn't commit i don't commit to r7 <laughs> no, you, you and i are uh, have similar amounts i i know i had more one during our matchup but yeah whatever i could totally just find out actually i'm just so i have oh really i have 19 r7s my alt has 14 R7s. And let me find your last compare. It's right here. I'm looking at um, it myself. And you have 24 R7s. Yeah. Yeah. Four of which are also, oh no. So 28, really, because I have tier, because it's not counting tier eight. Oh, does it not count tier eight? Then I have more than that. Oh, yeah, I guess it wouldn't. So I have 25 tiers or R7 and R8s. My alt has 17 and you have 28. Yeah, that that puts us a lot closer. So that makes sense. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Okay, so, <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't, you know, it's not about like measuring sizes or whatever. I guess the thing is um, like right now, right now six versus like six, swap, swapping out six doesn't sound like a whole lot for, you know, relic eight or for relic sevens. But right now, it's super uh, significant for Relic 
eight. So right. Uh, and my alt is just sitting there, almost has enough for two mats. Uh, just not doing anything with it because I don't even have any relic sevens. Anyways, <laughs> I have one relic five, in fact. Uh, my alt has enough for two more to be applied, enough arrow magnifiers for two more to apply. It is so hard on that account to get the impulse detectors. Like, <laughs> it's hard on my main account. On my main account, it takes like five or six days to farm enough impulse detectors for one, for one R8. On my alt account, it's like probably a week to 10 days to get an R8, um, so it's my, my poor alt account. Um, actually, do we get impulse detectors? No, of course we don't. Damn them. I, which ones are which? I don't learn the, the names of the things. The impulse detectors are the ones that you can farm with the bayonets. And the oh, arrow magnifiers. Theoretically, theoretically spend money to get them at any point. Because you can right. buy gear. You okay. could. It, it, I, I won't. Not for an RA, but in theory. Right. What I, that's why I said theoretically. Yeah. But, yeah. but like it's it's the viable one. The other one is like every month they come out with a new pack for it, but it's not, right. not directly purchasable on a whim. Yes. Unless your whim happens to be in like a six day window. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this is over. We have at least two weeks, I hope. God, if they make us go into another one straight away, I might, I might throw something. Um, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to their box, though, man. I'll, I'll say uh, that's, that. Uh, yes, I do too. I, ex I'm excited to get fifty or forty-four razor crest shards to go on top of what we have thirty-six right now. Um, yeah, we'll have ninety. Uh, yeah. Is that the right math? Eight? No, eighty. Yeah, uh -huh. I can do math, guys. Don't me. <laughs> I'm pro math, as we covered in my in, in my your last stream, stream last night. Yes, you were because pro it... math. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I won't. won't All right, let's math. actually talk about Brand Arena and what's been going on in three v three because we've had three v three. Let's talk about. We did, fun and things. you looked forward to it solo. I did, and you know what? It's because. Um, 3v3 just has more strategy. Like, I, I don't like the game mode better than 5v5. I really don't. But having 11 teams lets you do a lot more than having seven teams. Like, that's that's just the truth of it. Um, and I, I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or the roundtable, but in uh 5v5 only 20 was 24 percent of your teams are hidden in 3v3 30 something percent of your teams are hidden that's a significant difference uh you can actually play with strategy and so the question is um have you been playing with strategy now <laughs> of course we have been uh have you what and i always ask this question you always think that i have some ulterior motive because i've noticed a pattern and i honestly haven't it's just the obvious question to ask of have you noticed anything different about this 3v3 why would you ask that i know right <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> this 3v3 all right so here, here's the biggest thing that i've noticed actually is um 
I feel like certain teams are way more standard now. So for a while, there was this war of uh, ideologies where we used to just laugh up our sleeves at people who were taking the split Darth Revan team. Mm-hmm. And now, um, whether it's, I like to think it's solely due to our influence, nothing else. <laughs> but the, the reality is, uh, I'm sure people have just collectively realized splitting Darth Revan isn't the best way to do things. Um, but I feel like it's been standardized. Now, Darth Revan goes on defense and Commander Luke goes on defense with 2PO and 3PO. And that, that hasn't, it was getting toward that last 3v3, but the one right. before it, it was not, uh, it wasn't standard at all. Yeah, I, right. Real quickly, Kate, thank you for the raid. Good to see the famous Kate Gaming and crew. Oh man, we were uh, raided by the famous <laughs> Kate. This is awesome. Yeah, uh, but I, I agree with you. You know, uh, I will say I feel bad because Ando, our dear friend Ando, came up against a, you know, split Darth Revan in the front. And so I was like, Ando, this is easy. You know, you can beat the EP version with Jedi Knight Revan. You beat the Darth Revan without Bastila or Malak, just throw Padme at them because there's no Malak for you to worry about. And then he lost both. And I was like, um, uh, sorry guys, I'm going to leave chat right now. <laughs> leave this on Lurk so I don't get yelled at. Um, <laughs> though there was something funky about that. Well, it wasn't something funky. It was a full R7. And, you know, um, it just, I, felt so bad i felt so bad last night (laughs) damn it um but i do agree with you i see a lot more of the full bastard darth revans on defense um so another thing i've noticed which is i i you know i i joked with fatal earlier today you know so fatal comes out with this video before 3v3 with a couple team ideas with some modding ideas and um one of them was you put Kenobi with Jedi Knight Luke and your fast shock T and it will really hurt the Vader counter because you do force crush and then Jedi Knight Luke gets um, crit damage immunity applied to him and you have to try and saber throw Jedi Knight Luke with crit immunity. And I saw Jedi Knight Luke with uh, General Kenobi three times between my two accounts this week, except for not a single time did it have a fast shock T. Instead, like one had old Ben, one had Zaris, and the other one had Ezra. And every one of these teams, the fastest character on that team was General Kenobi, all between like 260 and 280. And I was like, thanks, Fatal. You just gave me an easier team (laughs) because I just brought Thrawn in who went first. He fractured Jedi and Luke right at the start and then Vader was free to force crush and since uh, Jedi and Luke was fractured he couldn't get crit damage immunity I was like this is perfect thank you (laughs) (laughs) that worked out (laughs) and then of course I told Fatal and he's like yeah because the fast shock T had nothing to do with the success of that team (laughs) I was like yeah yeah yeah." Yeah, well um uh, well, that, I think that that's, that's also a trend, though. Like, people don't like to change mods as much as they like to just try a new team. Yeah. Like, and I'm the same way. I'm like, really? I have to remod for that? Like, 
Right. Like a grimace in my voice. Like I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to remod. <laughs> even if even if that's the best way to do things, like yeah, I still don't want to, though, you know. So I actually remodded for this week. I generally don't specifically remod before Grand Arena season. I, I just I don't. Um unless it's you know my roster just needs a remod and it's like, oh, hey, I might as well time this with this with the beginning of Grand Arena season. Um, and, but so this week I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to remod for this week. And I made my Moff Gideon 370. You know, I, I actually sped up my Darth Revan a little bit. I, um, I put crit avoidance arrows on CLS and Chupio and Honestly, I didn't use the Moff Gideon um, because I ran into people running slow Jedi Knight Luke teams. Um, yeah, and but it, like if Moff Gideon's best thing is just uh, reducing all of their speed or their turn meter, then like you can add someone else in three v three. It's pretty important to have yeah. a thought economy or whatever. But but adding the crit avoidance arrows and I put tenacity crosses on CLS and Chupio as well. My God, did that team hold? <laughs> Today, uh, you know, round three. We'll we'll talk about the individual rounds later. But I got nine holds. Actually, I guess eight holds. He beat the team on the ninth attempt. Um, it's like how. He was probably holding like a galactic legend or something. <laughs> oh no, this was uh, the poor guy lost by that point. Uh, he had already lost to Ray once. And so if he was holding a galactic legend, um, but I, I sat there and I, you know, I saw he had one loss on the team. And then I, I had a client meeting at work. I came out of the client meeting. I saw the number nine and I was like, that's not real, is it? But he got it down on the ninth attempt, which. Bravo, <laughs> you know, poor guy. <laughs> um, but uh, man, it, so the other thing I do is thank, thank God for hot utils. I, um, you know, a click of a button, I can change the mod sets that are loaded. So I changed all my mods for Grand Arena. I joined, and then I immediately switched back to my old mods. So nobody, you know, it's harder to. Not that it's hard. It. I didn't do it for it to be harder to scout. I did it because I like how my arena mods are set up. Um, but <laughs> uh, if you were scouting me before the round, you would have never seen the changes I made. And so there was a, a pleasant bonus on that one. Let's say that one more time. You kind of like my, my head set was kind of uh -oh. messed up for a sec. Sorry. Oh yeah. I, um, immediately after the the week started, I switched my mods back to how they used to be. So, and I just did it for normal arena purposes, but at the same time, it had the added benefit that nobody could scout me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. that, that wasn't the point of it. You know, I didn't do it to prevent them from scouting. It's just, I switched back because I wanted my roster the way it needed to be because territory battles is going on and, you know, all that stuff. But I was like, huh, that worked out. Yeah, uh, no, you're absolutely right. Um, like that, I, I think I changed mine for territory wars and then didn't switch it back. So, yeah, uh, same. So I think that's how it worked. So, it, yeah, it's the same thing of like, if, oh, I think that it's nice, <laughs> nice that you can't be scouted. I, I don't think 
I don't think it's worthwhile to really switch your mods that much. I think, I think maybe it's worthwhile to like it. I have targeted characters that I want them to be like super duper fast. And I guess in that case, you know, like I could, I could stand to have shock T just, I could just take her mods off or something. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. That's like this. uh, What I think is that CG should allow us to look into the gear of someone who uh, like, I wish, they have the information. Let us look at locked stats on characters. Agreed. I think that should be a thing. Agreed. When you click on, like, you get matched up, and, you know, it has the Xerath verse, you know, Commander Ducky or whoever you're facing portraits, and you click on the portrait and it brings you to the inventory cards. Like, when you click on their portrait, it should bring you to their locked inventory. Like you, you don't see what their current inventory is. You can see what their locked stats are. Like that's how it should be, because it, it's not it's not fair that um, you can't you can't scout your opponent. Like what what fun is that? You know. Um, and, right. Well, I'm always like, okay, so their Vader isn't fast enough to catch me right now, but they could easily, especially if they're in a high end guild, they could easily have their territory war mods on instead or their arena mods like you did like yeah right Uh, or you know territory battle is going on and some people i mean this is dark side there's less mod swapping on dark side for the people that we are up against um but in light side light side switching mods is a legit thing for the guilds that are going for that extra star in fact in our guild deranged you know with every territory light side territory battle post it's these missions are important. Switch your mods, and I swear I switch my mods for them. Um, you know, scouts honor. Um, but in theory, they people they, they would tell you if you didn't solo. Oh, I know. I had to, oh. they check. <laughs> they do check. They do. <laughs> they, they're uh, watching. I, I uh, you know what the worst part is. So I had I had my worst territory battle ever, and uh, for light side, and of course it was the first one that I joined them, and. I say my worst one I, I got 64 waves um so it's not like i did poorly oh, but i was like man i'm usually getting like 67 68 and of course the first one after i joined the guild is the worst one it's like, damn it <laughs> uh, right uh, well yeah i hear you i hear you, you want to make a good impression right i mean and then and then i get messaged I get messaged by certain parts of uh, leadership or whatever, even just people who aren't in there. You know, I'm, I have friends with some of the people in our guild and <laughs> surprise. And um, <laughs> like so-and-so only got like 30 waves. Like, <laughs> and, like wow, that uh, like like 64 is contribute. Like, I don't think you can really question someone's level of no. uh, dedication if they have 64. I, right. I can understand wanting to make like a good impression or having a huge impact right away. Um, 64 isn't that's not bad i think i mean i think 60 plus because there is a large element of rng in light side territory battle like especially in the um like the ahsoka and gas one where it's like you get to wave four and you could be modded for 150 percent potency and gas does his aoe to try and put days on dooku and then dooku's just like I don't think so. Nope. 
and then he counters you and you're like all right there it is i'm dead i have no chance thanks guys that's um and sometimes sometimes the waves are just like that or you can't time the jedi knight luke stun for the start of a wave and it's like well there went that team right (laughs) but uh anyway so back to grand arena i guess um I mean, and this is this touches on it, but I, I do think that I do think that we should have a scoutable uh, roster to be able to look at. I think one thing that I, I've been contemplating lately is how uh, how impactful certain like overwhelming mod, mod mismatches can really impact something. So, so for instance, I, I think that my final opponent. We'll talk about uh, our matches in a little bit, but my final opponent really 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 good player uh, high lifetime banners hyper efficient guy i'm i'm fairly sure that he used a general skywalker team to beat my darth revan team and when i looked at his mods they didn't really surprise me skywalker was super fast like almost 300 speed but with offense sets and uh, just like yeah. mostly mostly 6a level mods just just crazy mods and he still only got 48 but uh, especially because I, I looked in in the back zone, he only had he had Darth Revan, which I thought maybe was the other way he would get a forty eight. Uh-huh. And it occurred to me like the so we talk about these, you know, it's not hard counters. We talk about natural counters though, and uh, you know, like certain squads that are just bad ideas to use against certain others. If you can make them fast enough, though, you can bend the rules or break them. Like modding, modding is kind of the hack of GAC in a lot of ways. Speed solves all. That's speed solves all, or at least most. I will say, um, I I don't remember which group chat it was in. I, I did notice on Discord though, um, somebody sent out a picture of went up against a Rex that was 322, which means the entire 501st was going to go before uh, his Darth Revan team. And the Darth Revan team didn't even lose full protection. Um, So there also comes skill in it uh, because I guarantee you what happened is the guy played it like in 5v5 and attacked Bastila. And when you're faster and you're using gas against Darth Revan in 3v3, the goal of it is you want to hit Darth Revan first to reduce his cooldowns because if he never fears your team, you just you can beat him. Um, and if he fears your team, you can't beat him. But so I do agree uh, that if you play it right, mods can make up a lot of the uh, badness, I guess you can call it, uh, a lot of the trouble that people have with teams, but you still have to play it right. Sure. Well, uh, and absolutely. I mean, I think the other, another case of this, uh, like another proof, so to speak, of of how important this is, um, like like when Kleso was facing off against Black Mamba, and like normally, if Jedi Trading Ray team can go first, and uh, you know they can they're allowed to get all their turn stuff like imperial troopers are never going to win that right uh, you know like if if resistance gets all their turns and it's not even just five turns in a row it, it's like it's like 10 turns kind of thing <laughs> yeah um if they're allowed to do that like the imperial troopers have no chance but 
and that includes if they have Gideon or not. It doesn't matter. Right. Uh, it doesn't matter who, who you have on the troopers team. They're all dead or going to be dead it, it, pretty soon. Uh, but Klesso had his crazy uh, had his crazy crazy set on Gideon, and he it allowed him to outspeed BB-8, and that allowed him to um, like use a counter that Mamba wasn't. I mean, you don't you don't like look at the you don't look at a matchup and think, oh yeah, my Jedi training great team might lose to troopers. Like that's not a thing I consider really. Right. But because he had good enough mods, it actually was a a thing. Yeah, a- absolutely. That's a good point as well. Like, uh, it opens doorways to pa- to powers others would see as uh, unnatural. <laughs> I know I didn't quite quote that perfectly, but you didn't. But the second you said "open doorways," that's exactly what I started to think of. So I'm so glad you finished it. Or you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that I was saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's all it's funny too because you know we have our Discord server and every once in a while people send like the before shot where they do the hotbot or DSR bot analysis and they're like I'm getting slaughtered in mods and then you know the round starts and they're like they have tenacity crosses on everybody and it doesn't have speed and they're like. Just because they have the mods doesn't know how they or they know how to use them. Well, yeah, I know. You're like, really? You made that decision? Okay. <laughs> oh. uh, like crit, crit damage uh, triangle on on B1. Yeah, okay. that's that's good always you. a good one. Good, but, especially good good for all of us. <laughs> Not good for your guild. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not guild for good for you either, but it's good for everyone else. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, like you'll you'll be facing a lot of happy people. People will like you better, so maybe it is good for you too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I do I do agree that we should be able um, we should be able to scout, we should be able to see because there's there are full on uh, guilds that like tell their uh, players, guys, after GAC lock, take all your mods off Sith Empire, and it's like. Right. Sure. Or, go yeah. Ahead. Take uh, like, take them off of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and then you know, sometimes the level of subterfuge is like, okay, I'll, I'll roll my eyes a little bit but, yeah, and right. comply. But, um, I mean, that's uh, mods. It's so crazy. Like people say they don't like mods, and I, I get it. They're they're frustrating. I I get frustrated having to deal with them sometimes. But like, mods are the reason this game is interesting. Honestly, oh, yeah. like like it if everyone had the same speeds if we couldn't vary our characters and have those choices like i i would have been out of this game a long time ago this mods are starting start and finish like the thing that make this game the most interesting uh, granted there's a lot of other things factors as well but if we didn't have mods we wouldn't have the game right well a perfect example of that is look at fleet that doesn't have mods and the entire game mode generally comes down to a couple of coin flips and it's like if we didn't have mods that that's what every battle would be every battle would be a bunch of coin flips and that is miserable um i mean i get the annoyance like i do uh 
you know, sometimes it's funny uh, in our Discord channel with the Slice Them Up channel where we share our mod slices, you hated me for like two months because after every GC, I was hitting speed. And now every single it, one, <laughs> it's legitimately been a month since. Well, that's a lie. I got one mod, one mod this week um, that sliced speed. But that's been my only one in a month from the, from the GC slices. You know, I've been doing regular mod farming as well. But from the GC slices, I've gotten one in a month. And it's like, you know, you hit this cold streak. And it's when you hit the cold streak, you're like, why do I even do this? This is awful. Um, but That's right. I haven't given you as many middle fingers lately. You, you have not because the game has oh. been. <laughs> that makes me feel better. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> and at the same time i'm like i i feel robbed i should be able to give you more middle fingers but. <laughs> i wish <laughs> trust me after every gc i wish you were giving me a middle finger because that would have meant i got a good mod <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i know i know it's i'm like i don't wish good things i guess i do wish good things on you in reality i do i just get yeah. frustrated when i see everyone succeeding Oh, and, and, and me and yes. me just like missing. They're like, "Hey, we upgraded uh, percent defense," and I'm like, "You know what? Normally, <laughs> I don't really mind that specific stat on certain mods, but what I really, really want, like all I really want, is uh, I want speed. That's what I was rolling for, and I missed it seven right. times in a row, and that was like building up for for like three weeks, and now I'm just out. Yeah, and." And I got nothing. It's frustrating, but um, anyways, we yeah, uh, all kinds of fun stuff we're talking about tonight. I do think I do think the GAC could use a little love, though. I, I it can I oh, one hundred percent can. I really think that you know having scoutable rosters is a thing that they they could have done a long time ago, uh, giving us like giving us, and this isn't just for GAC, but having ship loadouts, you know, we, you know, it's possible. They don't want to expend the resources and I can understand it. I don't necessarily question that. I don't question that necessarily, but I do think that, that I mean, they're insisting we use fleets that we could really stand to use it. We could really use more ships for that matter for the fleets that they've kind of just abandoned. Um, yeah. I don't know, we, we could be a laundry list. But, I, there is, but fleet loadouts. Oh my god, would be so nice. Um, <laughs> so just, nice. Uh, or more, more. I don't even care about more divisions at this point. Like I'm just resigned to not finishing in the top 100, even though I go 12 and 0 and hit most feats. Like that's fine. I don't care. Um, no, but give me more. Here's teams. why you want. Yeah, here's why you want more divisions is because exactly for more teams because. Right. I mean, it's it's real obvious to me right now. Like my my alt at 4.7, 4.8, whatever is in the start of division one. And division two, it was a little extreme to add an extra fleet, frankly. Um, not for me, like I got a, got a huge advantage out of it, but yeah. uh, but but for a lot of people, it, and then in division one though, I'm I'm not I'm at the perfect place for teams. Like I don't I don't want more teams where I'm at at 4.7. Right. Uh, where I'm at in the same division on my 7.5, 7.6, wherever I'm at. Uh, like, 
the fact that 3v3 is something to look forward to for you, who's hated it for a long time, because it's more interesting because you get more teams, like that, that's a very telling thing for me. Right. Like you're not the only data point. I, I just think that's how I explain it to people too. I'm like, okay, so you play GLs for like three, two or three matches and that's miserable and hopefully you don't fail. And then you get to actually have fun and you can, you can use the rest of your squads. It's an actual like real fight. That's why you just use your GLs to cancel their GLs and yeah. move forward. Right. And like if, if 5v5, yeah, granted the streams would be longer for sure. My videos would, you know, get less viewership because <laughs> they'd be longer too. Uh, people complaining about length, it's unfortunate. But, um, you know, we're, I, I do think like in terms of just the tactical piece of it, there are certain teams I'm like, I don't, I don't care about that team anymore. Like my sisters, I'll use them incidentally, but they get me 55. Like they're not good enough to actually warrant use anywhere right now, unless they're part of a different team. Like if Supreme Leader Kylo wants them or something. Right. And even then, I honestly think it makes Kylo weaker. Um, but it, I agree. And, you know, they want us to spend on the new characters. They want us to gear the new characters. They want us to spend money. If there's only seven teams in Grand Arena, there is zero reason for me to worry about any of the new tunes that don't fit into a Galactic Legends squad. Like, I, I, I mean, like, so Bo-Katan, right? They're building up this Mandalorian squad, and I'm hoping that we get more from the Mandalorian squad, and they're going to be great, I, I hope. But right now, I only need 14 teams. I don't need to build a Mandalorian squad because I have four Galactic Legends. I have, you know, Darth Revan, Gas, Padme. Go down the list, and it's like, I'm not using bounty hunters. <laughs> Close your ears, Van Seal. I know you're out in chat. I'm not using bounty hunters because they're like my fourth or sixteenth best team, and I only need fourteen teams in Grand Arena uh, in five v five, and that's disappointing because even if I gear up my bounty hunters, it's like I'm gonna have to get them to R five plus just to have them enter into the conversation because of everything else that's getting used, and it's like. It's the same argument people have been making that led to conquests and they listened and they gave conquest, but let me use my roster the way I want to. Like it, I want to use more teams. I want to have, you know, my top 100 characters used in grand arena. But right now, if I one shot everything, um, I'm not going to use most of my teams. And it's actually disappointing. Right. Well, yeah, like there are teams that like right now, so if they quit doing Mando content right now, which I don't think they are, which we've been over, but yeah. if they did, like it would be upsetting because there's no use for like Bo-Katan. Why, why should we even farm her unless we need her for an event or something? I, I just like, you know, I I guess right now and on my main, I, I have time to, to just like mess around with weird squads that normally I would consider. Yeah. Uh, but like for other, like I would, 
it would be nice to actually be able to work on a squad that I'm gonna use in the game mode that I want. So, right, yeah, having having more teams would be great. Honestly, uh, yeah, I I think ships would be even more interesting if they released a bunch more and made it like made the max made like the final tier have three fleets. Like it would yeah. be so much more interesting because you have to practice so many more counters. Like that's. I I've started really enjoying fleets way more since they added the second one, frankly. Well, I, I I can't say I have. I've geared a lot more fleets, but that's the other thing. Like now, every one of my f- fleets, it's they're not maxed. Like I, I don't mean like full R seven, but every one of my fleets right now is at least at R five, at least the starting lineup of the fleets. You know, like I, I don't have. Um, Actually, no, that's almost every one of my uh, ship pilots that get used are sitting at R5 right now. Like, I, even them, yeah. it's like, oh, there we are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like, it, fleets, fleets have been way more interesting to me, especially since I've been able to invest more in them. Um, I don't know. That, that's probably that's probably gonna get me crucified by someone. Someone's gonna be like, "Really? He, like he really actually likes these things, likes fleets." I don't necessarily I, love fleets, but it's yeah. more interesting for sure. The counters, if it's gonna make or break you, I, I uh, those added stakes are more interesting to me. I guess I can't wait to see if the Razor Crest actually changes things. <laughs> that's um, that's what I'm waiting for. You know, gonna be waiting another what, three and a half, four months. Um, I'm interested to see if that shakes anything up in fleets. And it doesn't even have to shake up the arena meta, even though God knows we need a new fleet arena meta. But if the Razor Crest um, actually changes something in Grand Arena, I would be so excited. I, I would get my IG-88 to, you know, R5 if... I needed to. Right now, I don't need to. But give it like if Razor Crest can change something in Grand Arena and make fleets more interesting, that would be fantastic. Hundred percent, brother. Yeah. And hello to Operation Metaverse. What's up, guys? Thanks for the raid, Gom. Good to see you, man. Yeah. Um, we're just talking about fleets. Well, actually, we're talking about changes that we would like to see in Grand Arena. One of them is being fleets. Um, well, I guess we don't want fleets changed, but you were talking about add, potentially adding another fleet for along with another division. Right. I mean, and that, that would be really intense and probably really unpopular with some people. And, and frankly, they can't do that right now. They cannot do that right now. They would right. need we need more capital ships and way more fighters right now we would we yeah. have we have more capital ships than we have fighters in terms of like it, granted we have more fighters but uh like if we want to use actually built out squads like who even goes with endurance anymore if you have negotiator and you use the negotiator lineup that's good with it like who could even go with endurance and be good uh the bottom six ships on my roster <laughs> like that's right like you know you, you yeah, can have clone sergeant yeah. You know? yeah right right and, fighter. 
And I guess Clay's phones are or Sith Fighter is actually usable sometimes, but Sith Fighter is actually usable. Um, so yeah, it's you know, like you said, they they need to commit to fleets to make them better, and I just I don't know if I see them doing that. Like fleets was almost the forgotten game mode the day it was released. Like they they released fleets and then they were like, um. Yeah, okay, this didn't go as good as we thought. Sorry. You're going to have to do it every day, though. And then, like, I feel like once a year, they try and freshen it up, and they're like, all right, we're going to do something. So we got Ships 2.0, and that just made things more miserable. And then they're like, all right, guys, we're going to freshen the fleets up a little bit. Here are these two new cap ships. We're introducing them. They're not going to be meta. I'm telling you right now, they're not going to be meta. We're not going to release a tank for either team. And you're only going to have four uh, total ships for each team. But look, guys, new new ships. And then the next year, it was, oh, guys, here's a couple new bombers. They're going to freshen these fleets up. And they did. But we're still going to ignore those two fleets that don't have any sh- tanks. It's like... Uh. Yeah, I, I think that that's like the most egregious, frustrating thing that they've done. But yeah. anyways, we like we could. I do think they're more interest ships are more interesting, and that the fact that I just think it's so crazy how like and I keep my I keep my uh, ear pretty close to a lot of doors, like talk like listening to a lot of like good players. And and granted, I, I maybe some people really did know how good Radis was, but like until we got a second fleet uh, available, like I I had no idea that Radis was actually any good. And it turns out Radis is actually very good in certain circumstances. Yes. Yeah. I, I I just thought it was like on par with the endurance, and turns out it's uh, it's got legs. Oh, so, absolutely. It- so Radis is actually my favorite cleanup ship because, you know, when you when you face the negotiators, every once in a while you're just going to need a strong cleanup, and Radis is my favorite cleanup ship. And then I know Radis can beat teams on offense uh, or like as uh, the first ship, but right now you know I, I have five fleets built up and. Obviously, they, all five can't be um, starters, I guess you would call them, because there's only two, two fleet yeah. ground. Um, and Radis, you have the Millennium Falcon come in, and I mean, I just did it this this past <laughs> round. Uh, Falcon That's came sweet. in and then <laughs> did the little spinny thing, and then next turn, three ships just disappeared. Like, it just completely wiped off the board. I was like, all right. Well, there's the cleanup. <laughs> Thank you. <Yep. laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate your contribution. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's uh, without sarcasm. <laughs> right, right. I really did appreciate that contribution. It's uh, well, yeah. let me clean up the fleet. Um, that was legit F. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, for them to make fleets more interesting, Grand Arena, we just need more ships. Like, at least give us two more first order and two more resistance ships. Like at least, you know, um, we're going to get razor crest. So I, I'm, 
you know, everybody has a theory of where Racer Crest is going to go right now. And is it going to go with Tarkin Executioner? Is it going to go with Home One? Like, everyone's kind of sitting there, like, with these theories of where it's going to go. We won't really know until the first person unlocks Razor Crest at seven stars and tests it. And then it's like, whoa, guys, whoa. <laughs> uh, so it's almost like Cam. It, this is the perfect example of Cam. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that were like, oh, I, uh, you guys are buying the Razor Crest shards and not stun guns in Conquest. And I was like, yeah, why wouldn't we? And Eh, it doesn't look that good. Oh my it's, gosh. And it's like Cam, where people are like, yeah, you know, I'm going for a Galactic Legend. I'm not going to, I can't afford to level up these clones because Cam doesn't look that good. And then Cam, uh, every one of your streams hits for like 150K and you're just like, yeah, he's awful. <laughs> I know. I one shot Nest for 169K. Like, right. Literally took 20 seconds to kill a, a full, well, full in 3v3. Uh, Beskar Mando team. Like, yeah. yeah. So funny. Whatever. Whatever man. I'm good with I'm good with people not wanting to invest. I just don't want them to I just don't want to hear them their sadness when they <laughs> when and in regret. Like they're like, oh man, I just wish I had farmed him. And I'm like, I wish you had too. Right. <laughs> so we weren't having this conversation. But yeah. Um I, and for everyone out there, since we don't know about Razor Crest, farm him. Like you don't want to be five months from now while everybody else has the seven star Razor Crest, and you're kind of sitting there like, oh well, I don't have this. Like get the Razor Crest. Trust me. Um, don't don't fall behind. Yeah, don't miss out. Like it's. Uh... Uh, they're, they're positioning it to be really good and, and yeah so right now like we were we were questioning i know a few months ago before either of us had gotten cam to seven stars and we were it was all speculation like i know we were saying like okay so every single character who they've positioned to have us unlock eventually has been instrumental or good i guess maybe like rollo isn't good or whatever but um, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, but but now she she's necessary actually you still need right. her at seven stars um but otherwise like every other character has been really good like watt is good and cam is so good i would still take watt over cam but i'd have to think about it probably like i you know if, if someone is like remove one from your roster i'd be like give me some time to actually think through <laughs> everything that's a, that's, and that's fair it, you know like I really think they're not going to just put a worthless ship in and make us spend like six months to actually get the, I guess we'll get the unlock fairly quickly. Um, but like yeah. to get to get it to seven stars and everything, it, it'll take a while. But once we get it, I really think it, that's, that's going to be a, an extremely powerful fleet, whatever it ends up being. I think... I think it would be the height of folly to ignore it just because right now it doesn't look good. And how many times have we said it solo where yeah. we see the kit and we're like, it looks like it could be good, but don't ask us until we've actually seen the footage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like then we, even, we have no idea. And then even then the first week that it gets released, everybody says it's crap. And 
then somebody finds the team and you're just like, oh, oh, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah. Also, the other thing about Razorcrest is from a marketing perspective. So this is like Conquest is their game mode for this year. Um, you know, they've spent a lot of time working on this. I don't expect another territory battle this year. Like I don't expect another big game mode like this. Like they've been working on conquests since last summer. They're not going to make the number one prize to their new flagship game mode be awful. Like that's just awful marketing, you know? Like they're going to make sure that the prize is good. So yeah. Very true. And that's a good point. Uh, yeah. It's, it's gonna be good so yeah I, I just think i'm looking forward to seeing what what ends up being really good with it but otherwise yeah guys farm farm the razor crest you do yourself a favor right right um and the other thing that i was talking to people about in our in it was technically our alt guild but i'll just say our guild um you know, somebody was like, well, yeah, just think of how many stun guns I can buy. And it's like, yeah, you can buy those stun guns, but think about what happens if they release a legendary or something and you miss the legendary because you didn't farm the Razor Crest and you only got it out of the box. And then you have to wait three months to get the legendary and you've now fallen behind. Right. Well, and that's the other thing, like maybe it's not even good, but then you, you need it for, you need it for unlocking things. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, what, what happens if, you know, you get to five months from now and they're like, bang, Mandalorian epic confrontation. Oh, you need Razorcrest to get the Mandalorian to where he's going. Oh, by the way. <laughs> oh, you didn't farm Razorcrest. Sorry. Um, and I do not put it past CG to do that. I do not, I do not expect them, or I do not expect that they wouldn't do that. I 100% I think that that's something that they would do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they would. So, anyway, so we should probably get to our matches, actually. We're, we're getting there. We're getting to that point. We, we, we are. We've been talking. We've been talking. Um, all right. So, uh, our matches. We came into this week at zero and zero because this was week number one. Week number one of three v three, I have to say, is consistently the strangest week of Grand Arena <laughs> ever. Uh, every every time you come to week one of three v three, because some people just don't care, uh, you know. Plus, you're relearning how to three v three, so. Coming into this wild week, uh, you come into the first match, and how was your first match? Yeah, so 3v3, you know, trying to get adjusted to things. And, uh, you know, I had one of the busiest weeks of my year, for sure, last week. Uh, we had an audit, and that's my job, is to prepare my organization for uh, the audit. And, 
it's not like a number crunching audit. It's, it's a little different, won't get into that, but uh, it's, it's very intense, extremely intense for my specific position with the organization I'm in. And uh, of course, of course they were like, oh, you know, CG was like, oh, well, I heard you were busy. So we're gonna throw you three really rough opponents in a row. <laughs> Uh, hey, they you gave know. you no news, all right? So they, they half accommodated you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. Uh, anyways, we were, so we were going into it. Uh, and my, my first match was against a guy who is a, a baby streamer, actually. He's, uh, what, like Dark Viper 7, something like that. And you can, people watching right now can actually go check out his video. He actually is a... He doesn't have many uh, followers or whatever. Like, go go check him out. He's he, he just does it casually. So I, I don't know if he's looking for more more of an audience or what. But he streams his stuff, and uh, so he he did his attacks on me before I got to go, and which is awesome. And I didn't watch. I didn't stream snipe. I, I was actually really tempted to, and I actually <laughs> did turn it on for a sec before I realized what I was doing, and then I stopped because uh, it was just like. Oh, I get to see someone make their attacks before me. Like, God, this is so fun. <laughs> um, anyways, I don't think I spoiled much. And he, especially, I didn't spoil any of the really important teams at the very least. And uh, he, he really wanted to win it. And um, my, my defense just, I don't know. It's, and it sounds so dismissive. It might, he had a very tough time of my, on my defense, I guess. Um, couple things went bounced the opposite way in rng than you know he, he kind of was hoping for and uh, he ended up not being able to clear my jedi master or jedi Knight luke team in the back and then i i won one shot everything and won um you know like he he placed he placed three galactic legends in the front zone though like it wasn't yeah. messing around he, he placed three on defense right off the bat and and then placed a bunch of uh, like pretty good other teams i just I don't know. I, I had the right teams and I, I countered them without, without any egregious failures and moved on. So I uh, went, well, I, I've, let's see my, my win streak going into this match was at 30. So I guess 31 at that point. Um, so my favorite part about watching that stream, and then I watched his afterwards. Um, and I did that. So I didn't accidentally stream snipe, like, you know, um, and it, here's the thing if you're going to play 3v3 and you're going to place three galactic legends on defense just don't expect to clear your opponent like that's unless your opponent puts is like a pure efficiency player and just puts b teams down essentially like if you put three galactic legends on defense you just have to assume that you're not going to clear your opponent i i i think that's you know because uh, Jedi Knight Luke in 3v3 with a fast shot key and yours is the third fastest in the game or at least it was right. at the start of the week like that's essentially a galactic legend so you had you know you essentially had two galactic legends on defense and he only had one to counter your two like that's it, you know I, I, I watched the team that he used to try and beat your Jedi Knight Luke and like he didn't lose because of RNG. He lost because he didn't have the right team to counter it. And that specific team, I'm not saying other paddles, you know, but and it's like that, that kind of comes down to the planning going into the round. 
Well, exactly. Like, like having a, having that fast shock T, you know, with Jedi Luke, like it's not necessarily that it's going to be unbeatable. It's that it's going to cost you something really important, you know, unless you have a really fast, uh, what's his name? Moff Gideon, or, or I guess a really fast, there's a couple combos that can beat it, I guess, but you have to be very specific in how you find right. your characters. And I haven't seen that level of specificity on many rosters, save like the Gambit Alliance guys, which I don't see you guys as often as <laughs> everyone else would like. So thank God for that. Thank God, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I, I got the win. Um, it was a pretty, pretty crushing win, I'm, I'm happy to say. Uh, thank God, uh, jumping into the audit after that. Uh, how did I guess I was in the middle of it at that point? How did your round one go solo? You you had a little bit of a rougher last season. You still made Kyber and everything, um, yeah. But you need to bounce back. Like you don't want to have that same result this season. I don't think. Uh, not that you like played poorly. You just needed. Anyways, happens yeah. to everyone. This season, how how did you approach it? What was your first match? Like? Uh, well, the first match, um, you know, the first match is is always kind of getting your feet under you, um, w- which is fine. Uh, I my big problem with the first match. So my opponent cleared one zone. Um, I get, you know, I was never in danger of losing the first match, um, but the first match made me realize that I had my Sith Eternal modded wrong. <laughs> so I, 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 I had to remod my Sith Eternal heading into week two. Uh, so I lost on Ray, which made me scramble a little bit. So I got bad banners, um, but he cleared one zone. So like, you know, Part of that was also he put he put down a really solid defense. Like he had Darth Revan, he had Bastila, Jedi Master Luke, and Watt. Um, he had a Ray team down. He had CLS down. He had Wedge Han and Chewie on defense. He had the Social Contract on defense. So he had solid defenses, um, which is why he couldn't clear my defenses. But uh, you know, other than that Ray battle that went sideways, the the rest of the round just kind of cruised. Um, you know, and, well, like I said, for your guy, anytime you put down multiple Galactic Legends, if your opponent puts down a halfway decent defense, like you're going to struggle in three v three. And I did. He couldn't. I, I had one Galactic Legend on defense. I didn't even have Jedi Knight Luke on defense. He he couldn't beat my Jedi, my Galactic Legend. <laughs> so, you know, I started off with the win, which is which is always nice. So you got your win by the time that uh, the second round, at least the offensive portion, uh, commenced. Your audit was over. We're in the Gambit fight night. You're going for win number 32 in a row. How did how did your second round go? Uh, so, like I said, like it, this week just keeps getting harder. The the second one, uh, the guy places a really tough defense, really tough defense, pretty good lifetime banners from a good guild from Shadowlands. Uh, just just a, a really and he placed and he placed such a strong defense. It, it was it was really tricky to try to try to figure it all out. And of course, like when I face a tough defense, I just tend to like 
I bet on myself and I just placed more things on defense. So I swapped out a Dooku team that I was uh, not that happy with anyways. And uh, put in Jedi Knight Luke, which like that, that's pretty scary for me. He's such a versatile guy in three v three, especially. Uh, but but I, I put him in there because I don't normally put him in anyways. And if I put him wanted to scout me, he'd he'd just be blindsided. So I put him, especially because I think he knew that I was a streamer, and so he could totally just research what I did in my previous round. So I put Jedi Knight Luke in and. Uh, he failed. He failed a few attacks. Like he said that he crashed against Newt uh, right away in the front zone. So that, that's a huge boost, regardless of if he failed or not. He took six teams to get through that Newt team. Um, then he took two or three to get through my Ray team up front, and he, he told me that that was his own user error. So you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, then then he got to the back zone and he couldn't clear my Jedi Knight Luke or my Grievous team back there. He got a 55 on my Jedi, or sorry, my Jedi Knight Revan team. Sorry, couldn't clear Jedi Revan or General Grievous. He did kill my Jedi Luke team for 55 because I put that on defense so much. He just saved Sith Eternal for it. Yep. Uh, which is fine. Uh, you know, that's what he's there for. Sith Eternal Magnets, fine. And <laughs> uh, yeah, like he failed a couple other places. Couldn't clear me though. And I had to just like piece by piece try to take it out. I think I... I failed one attack on something. I forget what it was. Um, but I, I managed to clean it. Oh yeah, I failed my Supreme Leader Kylo versus Ray uh, Han Chu. It didn't. It wasn't even close. I killed Chewie. That's it. Oh. And and then I failed Geo's trying to clean and clean it up. Uh, <laughs> then I sent in my Bo-Katan team because I hadn't used them yet and they didn't get a turn. But <laughs> I, I, it served the right purpose because I got Ray down to fifty percent health. And then I managed to clean it up with Jedi Master Luke. So uh, not the cleanest of wins, but I mean, he didn't clear me and I was able to clear him. I had to use pretty much every team I had because I put so much on defense, but that's in a lot of ways, that's what I'm going for anyway. So it was, it was good. It was uh, tough, tough player. I, if I have to see that level of defense every single match, uh, my viewership on Twitch is going to go super high. <laughs> Because that guy, that guy knew his stuff. It was really tough, and he had really good mods. So uh, win number thirty-two secured. Of course, marching into a seven twenty k lifetime opponent. So, right. uh, but you were also you actually went first on the the gambit uh, fight yeah. night. How how was your second round match? Well, my second round match on the gambit fight oh, night right. was my alt uh, because uh, my opponent on my main who. It's from Red Machine. Uh, he won his first round with an auto deploy and not attacking. And so I got an auto deploy in the second fight. Um, and it's a four galactic legend auto deploy. And that meant all four galactic legends were sitting up top in the top zone. So I cleared the bottom. I cleared three of his galactic legends and then I got his Sith Eternal down to just Sith Eternal. And that's where he stayed. Um, Cause I, I wanted to make sure I cleared the bottom. So it was kind of a, I, my Sith Eternal fight when I got it down to just Sith Eternal, I was like, uh, I could waste a lot of my roster on a lone Sith Eternal. I'm not, it's probably not a good idea. So I, I ended up not full clearing round two, but 
he didn't attack and it was an auto deploy. So I got the easy win. Uh, and then I'll talk about my alt fight from that was actually on the fight night um, a little later when we talk about our alt. So we're both, we're both sitting at two and zero heading into the final round. How did your championship round go? Oh man. Um, you know, it, it was okay. Uh, it was good. I, so he, he's an efficiency player uh, is what I discovered. And I, like after I, I spent a long time scouting this player, cause like a 720 K lifetime guys, just like they win almost all their matches. Like it's very close to where I'm at in, on lifetime banners. And I guess that sounds real cocky. I just uh, like, I've, I've had, I've had a lot of success in GAC in terms of wins. And this guy is right behind me. Like we actually, when I looked at the stats, they had exactly the same number of wins, uh, like offensive wins as I had, and the same number of cl- full clears as I had, which if you followed my channel for a while, like, you know, I traditionally like go for the full clear and, you know, like really, really push hard for it and usually succeed. And so uh, looking at this guy's history, like consistently gets like 26, 60, 26, 70s, like just almost never drops a banner. You know, I was able to pick up a few little, uh, few little cracks in their armor, so to speak. They had, uh, like, they always get a 51 against General Grievous. No matter, no matter what, they get a 51 because they either use Padme or General Skywalker there. Okay. Yeah. Like, never gotten a better score than that. So, um, there was that. There was a few other things. Um, but, but the thing, what the, the real key, so they're, they're hyper efficiency player. They, they leave very little on defense. And so I placed maybe the most ridiculous defense I've placed in 3v3, like only two Galactic Legends, but then also my Jedi Knight Luke team. That's, that's really fast. I placed the um, Commander Luke team in the back. I placed General Skywalker in the back, which I haven't done for a long time. Um, uh, uh, you know, Ray, Supreme Leader Kylo, all, uh, you know, D- Darth Revan, the full bastard team just every, all kinds of things. And my goal was just to overwhelm him with good teams that need attention. And uh, it eventually just like kind of went, when, when my opponent attacked, they were very efficient. They got the same scores that I had assumed, except the one, the one hitch to it was the, I think they used General Skywalker on Darth Revan and got a 48, which I've never, I like never have, I've never seen them get a 48 on any attack in all my scouting. Um, so it was, it was, a little bit concerning because I, I had been planning him for on him using either Sith Eternal or or uh, Supreme Leader Kylo to beat that team, right. and so that meant that my Jedi Knight Luke team was in peril in the back. And uh, anyway, so they, they they dropped six there. They dropped one on my Supreme Leader Kylo. Got fifty four on the new team that's been tripping everyone up. And so that they were attacking for a while, uh, doing all this stuff. And, uh, you know, like, like they were doing well, they, they were getting good banners. And then finally, when I finally looked, they had failed one on General Skywalker, which they hadn't failed one for, for weeks, like for a long time and like maybe months. And so that gave me hope. They, they ended up needing four to kill that, to kill my General Skywalker team. And so they had a very beatable score. The lowest score I've seen them score in 3v3 for a very long time. Uh, like ever actually and 
And then they had left little enough on defense. I was like, all right, I think we got this. Cleared the front zone without many hassles. They had a, they had left a surprise Sith Eternal team, which they'd never placed on defense before, but my Sith Eternal team were able to solo it. And though that got a little dicey. And then after that, I, I coasted. I, I ended up getting a 40 banner win against my opponent. I didn't drop any fights. So, so, uh, Beat, beat a guy who had the same-ish lifetime banners as me by 40. I was I was pretty happy. Yeah, as, as well as well you should be. Uh, that was that was a really solid win. Um, and anytime you can beat somebody with 700 plus k lifetime banners and you you get the win, um, it just feels it just feels good. Uh, for lack of better term, it just feels good. Oh man, it really did. I I was super jazzed. It was <laughs> he's like that, they don't lose very often at all, and so I, I was I was just happy. That's all. Uh, and then and then of course, you know, we remembered uh, like he he played you recently, recently ish, yeah. a few months ago, and I think you beat him pretty bad. And I'd actually played him before as well and beat them back then, but yeah. I don't know. It's funny because the only instances I have of people actually facing this guy were uh, like they're my friends who are really good at GAC and <laughs> they've all beat this guy. But, you know, you never know, like this high lifetime that, you know, they play good players sometimes and they bring. Right. So, uh, you know, could have been me this time. Luckily, no crashes and no uh, no really bad mistakes. My video will be out on YouTube uh, later tomorrow. So nice earlier tomorrow whatever on on tuesday morning in the u.s so anyways who got through that week hopefully hopefully we get a little calmer week next week and uh how how was your finals solo you're you're doing good you have momentum uh what what's going on with your yeah my uh so my final was up against um uh, it, it was up against the guy that multiple people came up to me beforehand and said uh, you know, oh, he's a really good guy. And apparently he was big in, I don't know if he was big in forming the Thai Alliance, um, but he was a big recruiter for the Thai Alliance. And so, um, and he had 650K lifetime banner. So he's a decent player as well. Uh, so I, I actually had to plot things out <laughs> to make sure I was going to get this win. And then, um, I was, you know, I, I went up against his defense and he, he never set in the last 3v3, because actually Klesso went up against him the last 3v3, the final week of 3v3, uh, and beat him. And this guy never set Galactic Legends on defense in 3v3. He, he played more of an efficiency game. It wasn't like uh, pure efficiency because he would put Darth Revan or he would put other difficult teams on defense, but it was, you know, keep the Galactic Legends, make sure you can clear type efficiency that he plays. So I opened up the board and his bottom front zone was Beskar, Quill, IG, uh, Darth Revan, Bastila, and Malik, and then Supreme Leader Kylo, Daka, and Zombie. <laughs> So I was like, oh, great. I wasn't expecting a Galactic Legend. And here's Kylo and uh, Darth Revan sitting right in front. And Wonderful. the best, <laughs> yeah, the best guard team, uh, especially in 3v3, just 
Uh, oh, and his Beskar team, especially, I think he still only had a gear 12 quill, so it wasn't it wasn't the scariest of teams to go up against. Um, but so I was able to clear the front zone, and I, I cleared it for 52, 53, and 54 banners. So um, I cleared the front zone really efficiently. Um, Gross. Yeah. And then I opened up the back, and or well, the top his top zone. So the 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 zone showing the top zone had some legitimate teams in it as well. But then I opened up the back, and the toughest team there was the social contract team that I got fifty four against. Um, then you know my Sith Eternal soloed a Mon Mothma team, and um, Vader Watt just destroyed a thousand team in the back, and so I was on pace for really really good score but he placed on defense negotiator um with ahsoka you know eta and y-wing and here's the thing after the last grand arena i rage geared all my all my pilots and i was like i practiced with the empire fleet and arena um and i you know with the empire fleet I, I win eight out of 10 most of the time. Uh, every once in a while though, TIE fighter pilot just does not hit ETA hard enough. And of course, of course, the first time I use this in Grand Arena is the time that I don't get uh, ETA into the yellow when I attack with TIE fighter pilot. And uh, luckily I was able to salvage the fleet battle to the point where I took out Y-Wing. And so on the cleanup, there was no tank, which thank God. Um, so, you know, I, I cleaned up, I lost with my empire, but then I was able to easily clean up with Radis. Like I said earlier, Falcon just, I, I just obliterated, obliterated every, uh, every so ship funny. that was on the board. I will say the one, the one thing that, really worked out to my advantage. Um, so I knew because he got out two reinforcements um, in the, in, you know, the first battle. So I knew fives was sitting on the bench and he only had three reinforcements total, which told me he, he has Plo fives and Jedi consular on the bench. Um, so with the Radis, I, my opening moves, I got his Ahsoka into the red like I completely ignored ETA to start and I got Ahsoka into the red and that triggers Jedi Consular coming out and so that's so much better than fives coming out in that slot because Consular you know nobody has Consular geared up and so it was Consular comes out and Falcon just erases Consular Plo and Ahsoka and killed killed the ETA, but the ETA had undying loyalty, so he's he stayed on the board. Um, but it, I, you know, my very next attack, ETA died, so I cleaned that up, cleaned the fleet, and so I finished with a score of twenty six forty five. That means if I didn't fail on the fleet, I was on pace for a twenty six sixty five, which is a really strong you know, that's a really strong score. Uh, even the 2645 is strong. So uh, my opponent waited to attack 
uh, and he started attacking around noon my time, which is about five hours before the end of the Grand Arena. And so I, I watched, thanks to the Prime Bot, I watched his scores, and he went up against, I had gassed Arthur Evan and CLS sitting in my front. So, uh, yeah. No, I, I didn't have CLS in my front zone. I had um, Gas and Darth Revan sitting in my front zone, and he went up against Gas and got a 46. Oh, and Grievous was in my front zone. So he gets a 46 against Gas. It was like, man, he already dropped eight banners. This is fantastic. Uh, then he goes up against Darth Revan and got a 51. It was like, he's dropped 11 banners now. And I did the math, and even without losing, he had to average a 52 on ground and 65 in fleet to beat me <laughs> um, because of how efficient I played. And then he he beat Grievous, I, I think, for like 54. And I was like, all right, well, that's, you know, happens. But then he got to the back zone and I had Ray hiding in the back um, and there was a pause. There was a pause for like an hour before he attacked Ray. And then I was like, man, I haven't seen a score pop up. So I looked at my board and <laughs> he attacked Ray and he didn't get any points. Um, nice. <laughs> and he killed. I, I had Ray, IG, and Quill on the board. He was able to kill IG. So he killed IG-11 in his attack. He did not kill Ray or Quill. And at that point, with the loss and nine battles left, he had to be, he literally had to be perfect. He had to get the soft max remaining on the board to win. And then, then this poor, poor guy, <laughs> I, I legitimately felt bad. Um, and then he didn't. And then he didn't. He had eight losses to my CLS team. The social contract team, he had a loss to Padme. He had a loss to like my, my top, my entire top zone. He basically lost to as well. He did. He did well in fleet though. He, he one shot my fleets. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, so there was, there was at least that. Um, I, I did feel bad though. Cause everyone told me how good of a person he is. And I was like, ah, well, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I give him credit though, because after eight losses on CLS, I probably said, would have said F it and just give it up. But he, he legitimately tried to clear the board. He attacked Ray a couple more times too. Um, you know, so I, I ended up winning fairly easily in that final round, but against a good player. Um, so finish the week three, and always good to start with a three, and it is, yeah. I'm, I'm so, I was so pleased to see you bouncing back like that. That was, that was awesome. Um, you know, and they weren't easy defenses. I, I mean, I guess the the auto deploy kind of, it, you know, easy. I guess just in the sense that you're going to win. But, uh, yeah, I've, right. You, right. You done good, and yeah, let's let's just keep that momentum. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So that brings us to podcast questions. We've actually rambled on for a while and there's a decent amount of podcast questions so we'll see we'll see how many of these we can get through um see well the first one is strictly for you and should be fairly quick is 
Jareth, I love your YouTube videos because Solo is lazy and doesn't put them out. It looks like you got a new webcam. Do you mind me asking which one it is? Because it looks amazing. I'm sure you've gotten this question like a million times because I've seen at least 10 times that people have asked you. <laughs> yeah, uh, so thanks. I, I'm excited about the new cam. It's a Sony A6000. Uh, so that's... Uh, it's not bad. And now off the top of my head, I don't remember what lens I got on it, but uh, it's, a, it's a good one. I don't know. The, I, what surprised me when I was going to buy a cam was uh, like buying the, the camera is expensive, but then getting a good lens is super important as well. And that also, that's also very expensive. So, you know, not to brag about my, uh, my, how rich I am. Cause I, I just, I saved is what I did. I just had to save every month for it, but uh, it's a fair chunk of change, but I, I have to say, I've been very pleased with it. If I had to change one thing, I think I might've gotten a different cam link that the thing that you plug into the computer uh, yeah. for the HDMI, because uh, it's been sketchy AF. Like I've had, I've had a lot of issues with it so far. I, I think I'm going to get a different one. We'll turn this one. So uh -oh. don't get Elegato. Everyone says is great, but I found a few, quite a few people who say that it's actually just doesn't work that consistently for them. So anyways, that's, that's it. Thanks. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Uh, on to the actual game based ones. Um, when do you think we see R9 or R10? <laughs> Um, <laughs> that was a good noise. <laughs> uh, not this year, I hope, dear God. Yeah. I, I mean, unless they do something crazy to make Gear or Relic Eight wave, like because they made it super hard to get right now. Right. Even the even the people who are spending all the possible money and have gotten all the possible uh, everything, like they're still, you know, they're they're in double digits now, but they're not pa far past the the first ten or so. So. Yeah, I, I really think that I, I don't think it should be this year for sure. Maybe next year. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, like I said, with Galactic Conquest, we'll see how many R8s flood the game. Because um, you are getting an extra 10 error magnifiers every, every month which isn't a lot. It's a lot, but it's not a lot at the same time. I, I think I think we get a year of R8. Um, so that would put us right around December and maybe first quarter of next year is when we see something for R9. Uh, that, that would probably be my guess is first quarter of next year, give us a full year with R8s and then by then, we're probably going to be looking for the next roster progression because, uh, you know, I'm, I don't have that many R7s, so I don't need that many R8s. And I think, I think they're going to see a lot of people saying that. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I think, I think it's at least a year with R8 though. Yeah, it seems like that. And who knows? I'm just curious when they're going to, I don't know. People say I'm crazy talk and maybe it totally is. I just think like, what if we, what if we could, 
what if they gave us a um what if they gave us gear 14 and we had relics in gear like we unlock relics in gear 13 so they can always add a relic level but then they add another gear level like i i don't think that's completely implausible i, I hope it doesn't happen but yeah i mean yeah. like like we talked about last week in the how much can you trust what cg says um they say that there's not going to be a gear 14 but that's the current game uh i forget the title executive producer of the game or senior producer i think it's senior producer that's what the senior producer's plan is we'll see if that extends going forward um you know we'll see (laughs) also if the game lasts another five years gear 14 probably will be a thing at some point so i don't think we see gear 14 anytime soon but it's definitely a possibility yeah i i hope it doesn't kind of i I don't know like honestly i've been okay with how they roll out their their progression like they've done a decent job of it like they've made it They've made it so that people can't just totally run away with it money-wise. Like so even right. still, people can't buy the upgrade mats to to the um, mods. Like eventually they yeah. will, I'm sure. But even still, like I've I've been able to keep pace with everyone who are who's earning those so far. So right, I, I really like the the respect that they show to the community and let them like kind of ease into it, make it so that you have to actually like play to get them, and then eventually yeah like make them available for everyone uh you know or make them available for for people to spend money on but so far i, th- I think if they do re- decide to release gear 14 a lot of people are gonna cringe a lot of people will hate it I'm, i will cringe a little bit yeah. just by reflex but i think wouldn't be too surprised frankly and i i don't think i would be that against it well i think it's necessary so I get the cringing. Like I fully, I fully get the cringing. Like I don't, I personally don't want to think about the next roster progression. Um, But like we have our hands full right now. Right. In a game like this to keep the, to sustain the game, you need roster. You need something to push people. You, you can't just let a roster sit. Like it, it doesn't help you at all. Um, so we need to have something else. I am with you in that. I think generally when the new roster progression rolls out, at least like G13 and mods and relics, I think they've handled it fairly well. I mean, there's always room to criticize something or nitpick, but I think they've handled it fairly well, um, like, I don't feel with the sliced mods that anybody has bought their way to much better mods than me. Um, Fatal apparently uses an APK to do his mods because he now is 30, 25 plus. Uh, but other than that, uh, I, I don't feel like anybody's jumping ahead of me. When it comes to Gear 13, when Gear 13 came out, everybody was like, oh my God, this is such an investment. It takes so many chirotechs. And it does, it does. But my free-to-play alt account now has 80 gear 13s. That means I have a full, in theory, (laughs) 
I mean, so one of them is rows, etc. But in theory, right. I have a full Grand Arena board of G13. So even for like my free to play account, I'm going to start getting bored at some point because I need I, I need the next thing. And on my main account, God knows I'm going to start getting bored and need the next thing soon. Uh, right now it's Relic 8, but at some point I'm going to want something more. Uh, just because I like... One of the reasons I like this game is because I like to set a plan and then I like to see the check marks go off of the plan. And so I like to pick a team and work on the team and progress the team. It's what makes me happy. Um, it's why I play this game. And so I'm, I'm going to come to a point soon where I'm not progressing anyone. And that's, you know, everybody says, oh, what's going to make you quit? What's going to, you know, this raid is BS. I'm going to quit. Or this this conquest is awful. I'm going to quit. Like, that's not what's going to make me quit this one day. One day. What's going to make me quit is my roster is fully maxed and I'm just bored because I need something to work on. I need, I need something to work on. So they, they better release something just not this year. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's all just speculation at this point anyways. It is. Oh yeah. 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 Mm. That's, I mean, that's what this podcast is for. A lot of speculation and nothing <laughs> comes Nothing comes out. And yeah, Abattoir, that's what alts are for. Ain't that the truth, yeah, Abattoir? I, sometimes I think my alt, I have more fun on my alt than I do my main. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, next question. Do you think we're getting a new set of Galactic Legends soon? Who do you think they are? I, I think we've speculated on who they think you are or who do we think they are like once a month. So... <laughs> Uh, do you think that we will get the new set of Galactic Legends soon? Hashtag I think soon. so. I think so. That is, they're going to announce it soon. I'm surprised they've waited this long, frankly. But uh, if it's not Galactic Legends, it'll be something else. It'll be, uh, you know, epic legends, uh, uh, mythic, you know, what some, some language. Yeah. And I think... As I've said a lot of times before, I think the next iteration of big name characters, and I'm not saying like the next like unlock event, unlock characters like Bando and stuff. I, I think that whatever they intend to be the next meta, it's going to be significantly stronger than the current four Galactic Legends. Uh, who those are, I maybe tomorrow we'll have more news and we'll actually be able to speculate. But right now I'm just gonna, I'm done speculating on who it is because I have no idea. Yeah, I, I think we can expect a, a big name character release for around May the 4th, because we, every year we get something, you know, it was Padme one year, it was Ty Bomber, and I know when we say big name, Ty Bomber's like, oh, that's not really a big name, but it's a big ship. Um, so I, I think around May the 4th, we're going to get a character. I do think we get Galactic Legends this quarter, because... Uh, like we said, uh, they like you usually get one big money maker per quarter. Like if, if you look back at the release history from CG, it's you get one big thing per quarter. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if this quarter it's Galactic Legends. Um, so 
hope I'm, I'm sort of hoping for that to be honest with you. Cause again, I'm kind of at the point on my roster on my main account where like I'm gearing up pilots and I don't like shipping. Right. I don't like ships. So give me something else to work towards. Um, I know. Save, save us all from solo having to gear Jawas guys. Oh, good Lord. Don't get me started. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next one is I'm a little, a little over a month for my first galactic legend. It's going to be Supreme leader Kylo. I'm hoarding everything so far and don't have much experience using first order. How do you use your first order tunes or have you in the past and any essential tips on to effectively use them in grand arena? Um, for reference, I just entered division one and once Supreme leader Kylo is geared, I predict I'll be around 4.9 million GP. So you are the first order expert. You've been using them for, I mean, I use them, cool. but you've been using them for, they've, been released basically so um for somebody at the 4.9 million mark how would you be using your first order so rough man if you're gonna get a galactic legend at that level like you, you have a lot of like is phasma really worth relic five at, at any level I, i'm not convinced really um so in 5v5 though i, I think you split your teams into two because you're, you're gonna have so few of teams uh, you put Supreme Leader Kylo with like Hux, and this is 5v5. Like, so you, you do like Kylo with Hux and uh, and Phasma, actually. I think she can actually be good with Supreme Leader Kylo. Uh, First Order Stormtrooper, Red Trooper, and um, I'm forgetting someone, but it's not First Order Officer because you need him. Um, someone at the top of my head, I don't remember, but the, it's the team I run in, in 3v or in 5v5 with Kylo. Uh, so you can do that. And then, and then you can use the KRU plus uh, first order executioner, uh, Kylo Ren, uh, OG Kylo Ren, uh, first order officer and someone else. Like sometimes Watt, if you really want to do that, if you don't have Watt, like I think Special Forces TIE Fighter pilot is great because he calls assists. He does all kinds of cool things. Um, that That's how I would break them up in 5v5. And you, you, you get to use almost all of them. Yeah. I, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, so I put, you know, I can give my advice, um, but I, I mostly sure. agree with you. Also, I play it differently because I have multiple Galactic Legends because... In 5v5, I, or at least I, before Jedi Master Luke was so prevalent, I would just put Supreme Leader Kylo on defense. If he's your first Galactic Legend, you're probably going to want to keep him for offense because you're going to be going against somebody else with one Galactic Legend. And if it's like Rey or Sith Eternal, you're going to want Supreme Leader Kylo on offense. But I like to place or use on offense KRU, Kylo, Red, Hux plus one. Um, and it weakens the Supreme Leader Kylo team. But the truth is, the Supreme Leader Kylo team is going to, is good enough on offense that if you're not countering a Galactic Legend, you're probably going to be soloing something with Kylo or, you know, two or three manning something with Kylo. Or on defense, even if you have the weak B team, it's still going to command a strong a strong counter. So I like to 
use KRU with his best possible team because that's a legit, like KRU is a legitimately good team in 3v3 and 5v5. I mean, KRU, Kylo, and Red in 5v5 or 3v3, that commands a strong counter. You know, it can be beat, but you need to use a good team to beat it. Right. Uh, you know, if you don't have Padme, it, it, it's, it gets pretty dicey. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So what do they beat? You know, First Order comfortably beats most of those separatist teams that you see both in 3v3 and 5v5. Um, yeah, I, I feel... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if you have uh, Watt, First Order with Watt, I mean, destroys Night Sisters as well, which at 4.9 million GP is a lot bigger of a deal than, like, we don't run that anymore because we don't see Night Sisters. But at that GP, um, you're still seeing Night Sisters probably pretty frequently. And so it's a, it's a great counter to them. Right. Uh, well, yeah, I was about to say actually exactly that is um, if you can spare Watt, even if he dies after his first couple moves, like he run, he, he'll run through a ton of teams with First Order. Like he's he's like custom built almost to go with KRU and First Order Executioner, like right. just perfect fit together. So uh, yeah, like you'll, you'll be able to kill all kinds of teams, like no Galactic Legends or anything, anything too fancy, but uh, it's you'll be able to win you'll be able to win against tons of stuff it's a solid b plus team like it's not darth revan it's not gas it's not a galactic legend but for all those other teams it is extremely solid it is it's really good um okay next question if you use ig and quill with ray how do you use beskar in 3v3 um you answer that because i I run those three together. Yeah. I So actually, the team that got a hold, a couple holds this round that I used was Beskar, Kara, and Vandor. Uh, you know, the truth is Whistling Birds just aren't going to be as strong in 3v3 because there's less people to hit, so less Whistling Birds to stack. But with that all said... Um, I feel like that team, Vandor essentially acts as a tank because you have to kill him first. Otherwise, you kill Beskar and then Vandor's passive ability uh, revives him. You know, so I think it's decent. And you have Kara, who is actually a tank with a revive. And uh, more importantly, she's stealing turn meter and has the AoE. I really, I, I truly like that team on defense. Um, it's not it, it, it can be beaten by Geos it can be beaten by probably a lot but it's gotten a hold for me uh, so there's that at least yeah yeah uh, yeah that's so, uh, you know yeah. um, alright and actually I'm going to break off the avatar are people seeing that Quill and IG-11 are adding anything to Ray in 3v3 that isn't 
beat by the GL everyone is saving to beat Ray? And the answer to that is actually yes. Um, I So my opponent lost with a GL to my Ray, IG, and Queel. Um, the survivability on them, I, I think, honestly is actually like i know supreme leader kylo can beat it still but if you don't play it right kylo doesn't beat it well um you know sith eternal is still going to beat it like that's what sith eternal does um i've seen people fail to that team with jedi master luke as well um just because it they struggle to get all the parties down in enough time so I think I think it does add something to the team. Um. Yeah, I, you know, I do think it's actually a little bit better, but I also, I don't, personally, I don't think it adds enough to justify using that because I, I get a lot of I get a lot of mileage out of that team killing separatist teams um, on offense, and I don't know, like just throwing away. It's it's a very similar principle to putting like Night Sisters with Supreme Leader Kylo. Like sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes you want two distinct teams. It just depends on what your what your needs roster needs are. Uh, for me, I, I like having him available. Uh, yeah, and that that's. I mean, because my thing is, what else am I going to put? What else am I going to put with Ray? Um, you know. Haldo and Zalbar, like, or Barris <laughs> and Haldo. I put I put Haldo and uh, Ved Han. <laughs> right, uh, you know. So it, for me, it's I the think elite the wolves team, as Jawas. So <laughs> yeah, I, I think this team is much stronger than the alternative. Um, and I don't use Beskar on offense. Uh, I like it beats the separatist teams, but so do my Geos. Uh, yeah, you know, so it's you know six of one, half a dozen of the other. Of it, just I, you know, I, I, I've gotten so many holds with this Ray team, so I'm not, I'm not going to stop until it stops getting holds. Essentially, that's fair. Um, all right. Oh God, it's been, it's been some time. Um. Let's see. Gearing up the CLS squad for Grand Arena and Territory Battle, what are Zeta priorities? The Either one of the three PO Zeta is worth it. Um, so CLS, honestly, if you're placing CLS on defense, I think every one of his Zetas is a priority. Um, All of CLS specifically, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. just the entire squad? Well, no, I, I think specifically all three on CLS, especially if you're placing them on defense. Um, for uh, 3PO's, yeah, I, I don't, uh, I still haven't given him the weight for me, Zeta. The other one that I can't find the name of, I, I think is useful for him, but the weight for me with the R2, you don't even use R2 on that CLS team. So that's that's definitely not needed. Um, yeah that's that's one of my regret ones like that i just blindly applied because i thought it would be good but oh yeah 
but yeah, it's you don't need that one. I'd say uh, in that not entire team, that's the only one you don't need. The rest of them are really good. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, you need the Hans Ada. Like that's that's what makes that team scary is Hans' first shot. Uh, you'll want the Chewy Zetas because Chewy. You don't need the Chupio Zeta actually. You don't um, need it, but for man, te- it's for te- for territory battle, you need it. But for just sticking the team on defense, I don't think you need it. Um, okay. I think it's better if you have it, but I oh, it's one hundred percent better. But I know people that don't have it. I, I I applied it immediately and don't regret it. I think it's a great Zeta. Um, but if you're looking to, I mean, that team has what three, five, <laughs> seven. Eight, 10 Zetas. Um, so if you're looking at an order, I would apply Chupio probably last out of CLS, Han, and Chewy, and then Chupio. Sure. Yeah, I, th- I think the Chewy, I think one of the Chewy ones, the one where he helps revive or uh, regenerate health is is vital for banners in GAC. But, oh, um, yeah, yeah. And really just like for general survivability. But I, I do think that the other one, the one that increases his cooldown or decreases his cooldowns on one of his abilities and makes him immune to something like, uh, you still want it. I would say, I think that one's a little worse than the Chupio one. They're, they're all good though. Yeah, I, I mean, every, Z- I, every Zeta is good. Oh, the it's uh, he's immune to ability block and cooldown increases. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, last sure. one, and it also deals with CLS squad, is uh, how good is a speed tenacity build on CLS if you plan to primarily use him on defense? It seems like JTR counter and threes would really struggle if you resist enough of their stuff. And in 5v5, the new GG counter relies on target locks or it fares poorly. Am I crazy to, for thinking that this could be the new best way to mod him? I think the simple answer to that is no, you're not crazy. <laughs> in fact, that's exactly how I have my CLS modded right now with a crit avoidance arrow and Chupio has a crit avoidance arrow and CLS has a tenacity cross. Um, and that's for 3v3 to counter the the JTR uh, team. And it works. I mean, I've, I've seen it work. Yeah. Um, absolutely think that that's accurate. I think... I think it's uh you're not off your rocker. It's actually it's yeah. pretty good. Though I don't well, I guess it's because I have a fast offense set. I still have an offense set. I don't use uh speed set on them, but I do have yeah, fast I, I kind of, mods. Yeah, I I don't like the speed set thing. I do like right. I think so my my goal, I did I forgot to remod him this this last uh lock, but the way I intend to do it tonight, it'll end up having a It'll up having a cross uh, with tenacity. And then I think I'm going to try for CLS to have a set of tenacity as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. I, I, the main, I still want to keep offense because at the end of the day, I like that team hitting hard. Yeah. Like they, oh yeah. Well, and yeah. you really need that offense from Chupio. So. Right. For a team that's sharing that many stats to be sharing that offense <laughs> Because they're not going to share the speed, but they will share the offense. It's, um, but like I said, I do have a hundred and ten, like an offense set that's a plus one hundred and ten speed. So I, it's not that I have him slow. 
Right. Well, exactly. Don't don't make him slow. One of the CLS teams I faced was like 250 speed on CLS, and I I just it was so easy because he didn't he didn't take a turn for a long time. Right. So yeah, make make your CLS fast and give him tenacity. Some crit damage, just crit avoid. It's nice too. Make him use another galactic legend or a, like a really pricey counter. You know. Yeah. Let him flounder a little bit. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. With that said, we've gotten through the podcast questions. Let's. Well, we usually wrap up uh, fairly fast. So you have two alt accounts. I have one alt account. We, all of them did Grand Arena. Um, how did Zareth alt do this week? And for people to know, this is your Division One alt, low Division One, but it's Division sure. One alt. Yeah, so he had a weird week, man. Uh, people just don't like 3v3 or they've decided they don't want to participate. And, you know, it, it, that's their choice, obviously. But uh, this week is especially weird for my alt. I had two auto deploys in a row, which I've never had that on, on my alt at any point. Um, you know, auto deploy here and there, but not two in a row. Uh, my finals opponent also had two auto deploys in a row. So literally, we we there were two people out of the eight participating, and the guy I was facing was not good. Uh, really, he killed two of my teams. I got a, a, and this is legit. Like he actually placed some decent teams on defense, but he doesn't do good modding. He doesn't. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like he pays that much attention to a lot of the stuff we do. And uh, I ended up getting a twenty six eighty two on him <laughs> which is a couple above the the soft max so it was it was nice i even i even managed to get three kills with imperial my really bad imperial troopers i think that that was the goal for this week was to to try to get kills with imperial troopers like they so though i hate the feet this this week is oh, the God, dumbest like awful. you have to you have to get uh you have to beat a team with three imperial troopers what they did they classify as imperial stormtroopers and none of them have leaderships it's 3v3 so stupid <laughs> it's it, like i didn't even consider doing that on my main this week yeah. like there was just no opportunity to do that no way um my alt managed to do it by i had to lose a fight to do it because i my troopers are awful they're they're gear nine uh, well one of them two of them are gear nine the rest of them and veers doesn't count he doesn't count for he the doesn't. they want <laughs> So yeah, I have one gear nine character and the rest are gear eight or worse. So I had to kill two uh, characters with bounty hunters and get another character kind of close. And then I timed out <laughs> and then so it was a gear 12 Bastie without good mods and my troopers came in and killed her. That is so stupid that you have so, to So that I that. could get a feat. Like it, it was the most asinine, ridiculous situation in the world. I'm. You can tell how annoyed I am. It's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's so stupid. Yeah. So I, I got I got decent banners. We're we're still quote unquote in the hunt for for top ten. I, I don't think we actually are though, because I didn't I draw I had to drop that battle and then I dropped one just because I'm dumb. Uh, I tried <laughs> to use a nest solo on a team that I turned out against. So that was that was a joy as well. So yeah. uh how did how did Liam solo do? How did your six point there's a seven point at this? Uh I'm at six point nine eight five right now. 
All right, so I'm not off the high rocker thinking that you're close to seven. Uh, you how did your seven million <laughs> GP halt with three Galactic Legends do? Uh, so this week was kind of, I was worried about it because my Sith Eternal did not have the ultimate. I do, I did get literally before we started um, this this podcast, I applied the ultimate while we're on the Zoom call with the starting Zoom screen up. So I have the ultimate going into next week, but I did not have it for week one. So I actually, I put Sith Eternal on defense and kept Jedi Master Luke and Rey on offense uh, for all three fights. Uh, and so my first opponent wanted to play efficiency and the toughest team he placed on the board was Grievous and Geos were the second toughest team. So Jeez. I scored a 26-79 and then he only cleared one zone of mine. <laughs> wow. He had all of his Galactic Legends on offense. I had Darth Revan Gas. Uh, in the front, and then I had Sith, Sith Eternal in the back. He clearly did not keep his Kylo for the back zone because he could not beat my Sith Eternal. He lost twice to Padme on the top zone, and then he just gave up. Um, then round two is I actually played it on the Gambit fight night because of the auto-deploy on my main. Um, and so we both, both me and my opponent had a loss, uh, and he played so inefficiently. Uh, I ended up winning by 25, which is, that's a huge score when you both have the same number of losses. He basically had an extra loss and five banners in inefficiency. Like it's, it was amazing. Um, and then my final opponent, he struggled. He struggled hard. I, it, you know, it, I cleared, I cleared fairly easy. I didn't get 2679, but I cleared, um, actually, no, I lost. I, I lost with a wreck to a Rex arc and fives team because all I had to fight it was geos and the brute kept countering and critting and feeding them a ton of turn meters. So I think my geos got like two turns total. Um, but then he lost about eight times as well and couldn't clear. And I, I did. Mm -hmm. So it was a fairly easy week on the alt this week, uh, which I'm glad because I, like I said, I didn't have the alt on C it's now applied. I'm interested to see if I get tougher competition now that the ultimate is on there. Part of me hopes for it, but Last season, I went up against a lot of difficult players on my alt. Um, so I, I could use a little bit of a break, <laughs> you know. Um, but there we are, three, gla uh, three Galactic Legends in. I am nowhere close, nowhere close to Supreme Leader Kylo on that account, though. So I'm, I'm going back to the podcast question. I'm hoping for new Galactic Legends to be announced that I'm closer to on that account <laughs> because yeah. it's it, it's disgusting i looked up the gear requirements to gear up these first order characters i'm just like I, that's so far away like it, i'm legitimately six months away uh with gear Jeez, yeah my my alt is like equidistant from all of them it, it, like i've worked <laughs> on everything but those requirements it seems like yeah but uh all right so 
that brings us to Prevail Man, your little baby account. Um, how did Prevail Man do this week? Oh, poor old baby Prevail Man. I, <laughs> I don't, I just don't pay attention to the account as much. I barely, I log in sometimes. I, I just, I, I don't have time. I, the conquest has just crushed my hopes with that account. I am still going yeah. through the motions. I'm playing it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if I can actually make it work. I just, it's too much to expect. I'm having too much fun with my alt to give that up. I put too much effort into that. So uh, putting it kind of in auto mode, I put, I put like really bad defenses in, you know, like things that I think maybe will trip people up. And that, that kind of, that mostly worked this week. I, I ended up going three and oh, uh, one of the times I didn't full clear, even though I kept everything for offense. And uh, that was about it. It's, uh, you know, the thing I couldn't clear actually was a gear 12 health modded Supreme Leader, or not uh, health modded Kylo Ren unmasked. Yeah. Um, like he couldn't kill me. I just spent forever trying to kill him and I, I couldn't, he's in the back zone and killed his friends really fast. And then nothing I had left could kill him. And that was it. <laughs> so dumb, man. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's my own fault, I'm sure. I, I don't need to blame anyone, but I mean, I won that match really easily. He couldn't kill my Ewoks in the back, which is funny. Um, right. People say they're bad, and then my gear 10 Ewoks just held, eight, held seven times because they're actually pretty good in GAC at that level, all the way through like 4.5 or more. Uh, oh, like, yeah. I mean, legitimately strong team at that GP level. Absolutely. I mean, I used Ewoks up on my alt up until about 6 million. Yeah, no, I mean, they're legitimately like a people laugh because it's like, haha, Ewoks, they get, they get killed by so much. I'm like, yeah, but they, there's also a lot of things people assume kill them that don't actually do it. Like, you know. Yeah, it's like the rabbit and the hare or whatever like the rabbit could easily or the rabbit and the turtle or tortoise and the hare I don't know what the name of that <laughs> is but like the race thing like the the rabbit could easily win but he was foolish and lost and it's his own damn fault uh, so people go and lose to Ewoks and it like because right. because they don't know they don't understand they, they just sneer without uh without actually understanding so and I, I love it when people lose to that like when, when people decide to disdain something without understanding it that's i'm like you you you've brought this pain on yourself and i love, <laughs> love that so yes. that sounds like really vindictive of me it, it does but i agree <laughs> <laughs> but it's true <laughs> uh all right so our penultimate segment of the podcast uh what have you done this week to your roster I, I legit think I haven't upgraded a single thing this week. <laughs> Alrighty then. That, that was fast. <laughs> yep. So uh, what have you done, Solo? <laughs> uh, I continued gearing Bo-Katan. She's up to gear 12. And then I stopped and I focused on getting Sith Eternal to R8. Um, and I, I just applied that actually before we locked in. Um to the podcast so uh, you know that it was time to get my final final galactic legend to r8 uh, he he gets a he gets a good stat boost with the mods on i mean i added what about seven thousand health to him which if you're trying to solo ray that's actually 
really important. Um, yep, I'm definitely yeah. doing that tonight as well. Yeah. So uh, really, those two things are all I did, though. I, I think I applied like a random G12 plus piece that I got in the Sith raid to either Sabine or um, Candorous as well, but nothing, nothing of any significance. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, I think mod changes are legit. Um, just waiting for something new and fancy to come out. Right. Yeah. Hopefully this week. Knock on wood. Hopefully this week. Um, all right. With that said, it's time to wrap up and pimp our stuff. So here's the deal, guys. Um, we both have YouTube pages. Zareth's is fancy, and he actually edits his videos. Uh, you can find his YouTube at X-A-E-R-E-T-H. It's just the name Zareth. You can find my YouTube at solobase15. It's S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. I am lazy and I'm just exporting my matches from Twitch to YouTube. But if you miss my matches on Twitch, you can find them on YouTube. I'm also doing this so that um, we have the new counter sheet, the updated counter sheet that is getting put into actual use. And for those of you that don't know, it's not just Zareth and I anymore on the counter sheet, which used to be mainly Zareth. It's Anybody in the Gambit Alliance, um, any of the videos that they post, it's going to go onto this counter sheet. It's going to be uh, the, the team that was faced, the full team that was faced, the full team that was used to beat them, and then a timestamped link to the fight so you can see how the counter actually works. Um, I think that is, that is much more useful than just seeing a head on an infographic that says troopers beat night sisters you can see how troopers beat night sisters um really useful in 3v3 uh, Zareth and i both have our personal twitch pages so the way it kind of works is we stream our gacs on our personal pages on mondays and sundays we stream uh, on the gambit fight night on Fridays with a guest. This week, it's Fan Seal. Get excited. Um, Bounty Hunter Love in 3v3. And then we have the Gambit Podcast, obviously, Monday night on our Twitch page. Um, finally, the last thing to talk about is our Discord. Um, it is Grand Arena focused, and it is quite active, especially while Grand Arena is going on. So four out of every five weeks, on the fifth week, you will probably hear an argument of, that is, or see an argument that is sequels versus prequels. It happens every off week because people are looking for something to talk about. But during Grand Arena, during it, um, the amount of advice that gets put out on a daily basis on that server amazes me sometimes. I'll, I will open it up and be like, man, they talked about a lot while I was at work today. Oh, geez. Um, I know you and I were talking about it earlier this week. We're like, I think you were saying, and I agree. It's like, sometimes I feel like a guest there. I do, yeah. Um, so that is the Discord. You can find the link to everything I just talked about down below. And with that said, I think, I think it's time to wrap up. Um, you know, I if I so. had more effort and more time, I would do an impression of Mudbum because he tried to impersonate both of us last night, but 
I just I don't have a salad to drink right now. I'm sorry, Mudbum. If I had a salad, <laughs> I would I would do the full impression. Um, <laughs> with that said, guys, have a wonderful week. We will see you on our personal pages uh, on Wednesday. We will see you right back here on the Gambit podcast page for Gambit Fight Night on Friday night. Come out and celebrate uh, Fight Night with us. It's going to be a great one. And with that said, that is our night. Uh, so remember that evil sucks. And uh, don't be dicks. <laughs> <laughs>